Hello, hello, hey, hey, welcome, welcome to JDR Creatives Podcast, or as I like to call it, the audio journal of my life. (laughs) Yes. Good morning it is december 31st 2022 we have made it to the 365th day of the year and there's excitement there's sadness there are no debts there is no reconciliation only appreciation um today i leave you with my year-end review of 2022 and um, I think if I was to title it, it would it would really be discovery, appreciation, peace. Those would be the three words that I would describe this world uh, this year, like within each one of them. I have found so much of myself and I have found so much of where I want to go. And um, I'll start it off with just really, just, just, just something from the heart. I spent so many years trying to always focus on the destination that I didn't fall in love with the journey. I was so in, I wouldn't even say in love. I was in lust with the destination that I remember one of the first instances that I knew that something was wrong with me was in 2019 when I won my award for top FSM and the feelings that I had that day were amazing and they were bright. And then when I came back home, I didn't even want to look at the award. It didn't mean anything to me as much because of a few reasons. One, Lucas wasn't there. Um, Two, and this was the most important was, it was like, what's next? I wouldn't, I didn't even celebrate it the way I needed to. It was like, what's next? And uh, <laughs> that was that was hard for me, even though there were people who were patting me on the back, giving me attaboys, I didn't celebrate it the way it was. And because I wasn't connected in the now, I wasn't present as I had a friend, um, as I've been sending messages to people, I had a friend last night who told me, you know, be present, stay in the present. Don't worry about the future. Stop trying to be a superhero. Be present. And it was like hearing Lucas speak to me again, but it was another friend who he really meant something to me this year because he helped me stay focused. And I'm so thankful for him. Um, But that's the start. Plenty of topics to talk about to walk you through this year uh, from new job, from new place, um, ends of terms with certain people as far as relationships where they could be and then at the same time the start of new journeys with people and new um, situations because I've stopped caging myself I've allowed myself to be free why because I found my inner peace I found the source or at least the well of the wealth of my peace and so um yeah I think we should get started uh, before I do get started, I will leave this last piece of, of, of I guess, this. Um, 
my father's here and you know my son's with him right now they're having fun we're having fun let's get to see my dad for christmas um but yesterday we found out my grandmother um charlotte richards uh the matriarch the 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 queen bee the og um she passed away and um I'll dedicate, I don't know if the episode would, would be right if I dedicated it to her. Just because the way she was, she was always talking shit. And when I was younger, I was sensitive. And I didn't understand it was love and it was somebody trying to push you to be your best self. You know, she was something, she was amazing, strong woman. She raised, you know, seven kids. Um, on a farm, incredible woman, incredible sacrifices. And um, now she can go dance on those stars and be free. I love you, Grandma, more than I could say. And um, I hope you're at peace. Well, I shouldn't say I hope. I hope they let you rest in peace. I know a lot of people will be broken about it. My dad was distraught. It was hard to see him in tears and my son was kind of upset, but but yeah, I, um, I take this moment in the episode to go. She, she really was incredible. She was. And, um, I thought when she made it past her birthday, she was going to make it into the new year and she fought like hell. I think my uncle, he said something about his heart was heavy as he as, um, he thought his mother would make it, but then it was like, she's at rest. And I think he put it so eloquently. It was one of the, the most beautiful things from that uncle because he, he doesn't um, really always say the best things. So um, let, me, let me go find it. I think um, it would be better if I actually found it because it was beautiful to me my heart is heavy but happy too my mom tried to stay but this was her last day that's what he put yesterday and um he he's an uncle he says some wild things but he he put that he put that just right i haven't found the words yet i've wrote two poems just don't feel right i love you grandma you were incredible. The summers that we had at your place were just freaking outstanding. And I have, um, I've been grateful for it. So thank you so much. Go be free. And now we'll, we'll, we'll take the time. I guess we'll switch tape and that cause it just, it's just better for me to do it. I just want to leave that part for my grandmother. Um, Charlotte Richards, I love you very much. You were something. And um, we'll go ahead and switch the sides um, so that we can start the year in review. Yeah. So, hey, welcome to the 2022 year-end review. We're going to start you off. Here we go. January 1. Bup, 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 bup. I was in Atlanta actually coming back from... Um, from the Georgia Aquarium. We talked about that. I had fun and it was, it was great. And then it was like, okay, what do we do now? So now I come back and I'm like, I got to find a job. 
and an opportunity to go work for that company I shall not name um, with the electronics and stuff to do a project with them came up. It was at least six weeks, could expand into longer. I was like, okay, gives me guaranteed money for six weeks while I keep looking for a job. I work from home. All I'm going to do is look for another job while I work from home. Perfect. And um, so that's what I was doing. And the cool thing, <laughs> the greatest thing about doing that was being able to go back and talk to people who I hadn't talked to for a year because I walked off from it and I just was done. And, um, man, it just was so cool to um, to do it. Yeah, I had such... Um, I had such fun. Um, and it was, it was just incredible. It was incredible. And I'm going to find you the poem. I, that that to me encapsulates it. I, I leave it here. Like I said, I I did a lost episode four where I left it there, but I have to. I'd be crazy if I didn't be like, okay, let me let me let me find it, let me write it, and um, give it to you because I you know just it's who I am, right? Once a place I enjoyed during the time I was employed, then the day came to depart a new day with a fresh start. I, I felt something was missing. I needed a proper ending. As I returned, many have asked why. I get to leave on my terms and I get to say goodbye. And the thing about that was being able to go and see people. And one of the girls I knew, she was went through a divorce and she's in a new relationship, happy, beaming. One of the girls was getting ready to have a baby, happy, beaming, finding a new career, just to see people and see people tell you, you meant so much to me. You made my day better. And I really miss that you are not here. I cannot tell you the emotions that welled up into me from feeling that. And that was a beautiful thing. And it really, it kind of really set the tone for my new home with the company that I work for now, which I work with amazing people who make me feel important from day one. They made me feel like family and they continue to. And um, I sell liquor. I, I tell people that and it's fun. And I have a territory and I meet different people and it's been interesting. It hasn't always been easy. It's tough at times because you're trying to sell a product in that's really freaking amazing but people are really, really difficult to deal with. But I enjoy the challenge. It makes getting up and going worthwhile. And I'm very happy doing it. And then I moved into a new, had to move out of the old place and kind of see that that was kind of tough itself because it was like leaving um, this place that for so long was a, a safety net for me, made me feel comfortable. I just knew it was home. And then moving into this new place, which doesn't feel like home, um, I've, I've tried to make it feel like home. It doesn't. Um, it's just a place I live, and it is what it is. I don't really have any feelings toward that. But the most important thing to me was the move, to actually do it. I didn't think I would, and I did it. And so I was very, very, very proud of of that transition. Went through a lot of things with the move and, and just people letting you down, people <laughs> kind of just – 
making you feel less than, and then feeling alone. And then we're going to go to our first subject, which would be, um, we'll, we'll talk about good old Ashby. When I started the year, Actually, we got back December 31st. I was here. I was back home on January 1st. And see, I'm having to go through it because I, I'm remembering my notes now. I'm, I'm, I was freestyling. I produced this episode, but I was freestyling in the beginning. I spent New Year's with her, and I kissed her. My, it, it was. I felt like it was the start of, like, hey, we were going to figure this out and get in a relationship. And in the end, it did not go the way I wanted to. Um, and that's okay. Because what I've learned over this year is, is that I wanted so badly to be with her that it didn't matter if she so badly didn't want to be with me. <laughs> I was willing to give up myself to make her happy. And it was like, it just didn't make sense to do that. I had to really choose myself and be about myself because I'm, I'm worth something too. You know, I'm not just some run-of-the-mill person. I'm... I'm a pretty cool dude too. And I think for me, that was the the hardest part of trying to discover myself and really going on this walk of being uncomfortable was was I going was I willing to choose myself? For a long time, I really did not choose myself. I really wasn't choosing myself. I was choosing someone else. For me, Ashby has always been a sense of comfort. I felt connected to her. I loved her madly. But in a way, I heard something that says when a person gives you butterflies, that's the person you should run from. And I was fighting this battle for years because she was that person. Like I felt really nervous around her. Like I, you know, like I wasn't enough to only discover that I've been more than enough. That I'm I'm a freaking awesome human being, that people want to be around me, that people gravitate towards my light, that my light in self, in its purity, is warm, so so warm, it's intense, that it burns. And the wrong person standing near me doesn't know how to take it, but they try to turn it back on me. Not to say that that's what she tried to do, but we have found expiration because our moments no longer have any value in the present. You see what I did there? So you thought I was going to say, no, no, no. Our moments mean everything. Mexico, you'll never tell me as much as I kissed her and as beautiful as she was in that space. I just was, it was incredible, but I'm not here to live for the past anymore. And I ain't really worried about the future. I'm sitting here trying to remain in the present. In present tense, this person serves no interest or purpose for me anymore because they're not, they're not aligned with my purpose. My purpose is to find peace, to find happiness, and to find someone I can share the rest of my days with. That is the the purpose that I have. Everything else that comes that I attract into it, 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 it comes from that core um, that I have set. And so I always looked at our past hangups and our past problems as, okay, Jemiah, you were, because I have this way of, if a person pisses me off and they're not listening, I just withdraw. And I did. And I finally got to the point where I was like, no, I'm going to stand up and I'm not going to withdraw. And I didn't. I withdrawed in the summer and then I came back and I said, no, this is what I need. Da, da, da. Couldn't get what I needed. And I was like, you know what? I don't really care if that's what I need. Forget it. I don't need it anymore. It's not important. 
And I walked off willing to understand that um, I was more important than she was in that moment. And that's all that mattered to me. And that's all should matter. And I think going forward, that's how I'm going to be. And so as I encompassed last year, it was leaving this tight, tiny cottage, which is funny because I went from a three-bedroom to a two-bedroom. So in, in, in physical sense, it's reversed. But in my psychological, my, my mental, my emotional sense, I left this small little space and I've been walking in the, in the forest in the dark searching toward the light. And like I said, I don't know who that person is or what that success is, but it's mine and I claim it and I'm going to go get it. And that's the difference from two years ago to where I am now. I found my happiness. I found my peace. It's all within me. And waking up another day, I truly am excited. I truly am at peace because I have everything in front of me and I have the opportunities to go out and do what I want to do. I control my ship. I am the captain of my ship. And it makes me so excited for the prospects and the opportunities that are laid before my feet. I can't be sad about these moments that held me up. I can be upset because I want it so much more. But as we talked about, my grandmother took her last breath yesterday. She doesn't get any more opportunities within the physical plane. She's done. She now goes into that, that other plane to be at peace, eternal peace. And there's so much more I want to do in this world before I leave the physical plane. I do not have time to be held up. So I walked away from that. Whew, there we go. We got, we got, <laughs> we got through that. Now I'm going to hit on, on the other person who's been a part of my life the last few years. And that's Rachel. And I'm going to leave it here in truth. And if someone discovers this nugget, you'll have the truth. For a long time, I've kind of shaded it because I didn't even know how to handle it myself. When I see my ex-wife and she is, she's put on a nice dress, she's going to work, she's, you know, it takes me back to my wedding day where I stood at that altar and she came and, and we took our vows and she just looked so amazing and she was... <laughs> A mess. She was crying, but she was beautiful. And for a lot of people, they would say by now, oh my God, you've been divorced, what, seven, eight years? You haven't been together in over a decade. What the hell is your problem? And it's, I love that woman and she was supposed to be it. Now, I do not struggle like I used to. I used to struggle and I sat down. Hey, I've been talking to women, people. I've been living life and I have to because it keeps me going towards what's meant to be coming to me. For too long, I was sitting down, expecting something to come to me. I wasn't attracting what I wanted. I was pushing it a further away. Now, when it comes to my ex-wife, I will always love her. I'm not in love with her, but I will always love her. She has a piece of me um, that I can't seem to get back, but I'm fine letting her keep that because that is, I won't say an inferior part of me, but it is a weaker part of me that had to be cut out. And that's just what it is. 
I care about her deeply. Um, there are times I wish we could go back and, and fix it. There are times I wish that this didn't happen the way it did because I miss her. She understood me and she understands me well. And I think the truth is, is I've got to do the work to find somebody else to understand me well. And that's what I've learned about the last two years is that I was comfortable letting one this one person know me. And now I have to get comfortable finding someone else. And I have to do the work, even if I fall again and again. But I learned that I still care about her deeply and that I'll always treat, try to treat her with the best. But I've learned to hold my place because if I do not hold my place, she will try to step over me. And uh, that doesn't work for me. Don't work for me at all. So that's what we've done. And I've just tried to tried to be the best version of myself I could. I've learned to calm, use calm words, um, not run with into combativeness because I've learned that there's times where she's trying to bait me in. There is no energy there. Um, I call it the three F's. If you are not feeding me, financing, or fucking me, your opinion is mute. may not be irrelevant, but it is mute. And I can choose to unmute it and listen to it, but I don't have to. She doesn't have a place here outside of being a parent. And as parents, we have to do what's best for our son, which brings me into parenthood and the choices and moments. Man, we had we had some great moments this year. My son won a championship in the spring, came close to going back in the fall. Um, you know, fifth grade, hell, we, we had our first fight. We had that three days before Christmas holiday. He's so incredible, you know. He got in a fight and he went and told on himself. He's this kid. He's so sweet. I see him with his cousin yesterday. His little cousin. He's playing around with him. How did I get so lucky to have this amazing child? You know what I mean? Like, how did I? Thank you, Lord, for the blessings you give me. So as I see my grandmother leaving. I get to see life, which would be, you know, Omari, which is my nephew, and um, see him and see him smiling. I think that life, in essence, is two sides of one coin. There's life and death, and, and they're always, you know, new life is always coming and death is always around the corner. And how we choose to live our life is very important. And I've tried to my best um, to discover more of myself, but it's been hard. A lot of a lot of balancing, rebalancing to to be there, to be present for Ryan. And I've tried my best. Um, I don't always get it right, but damn, don't I put some skin in the game and damn, don't I bleed. And I will continue to because he's an amazing child um, to know. And I'm just blessed to, to have that. Now, two things that kind of helped me. We'll start with boundaries. One of the things for Rachel and, and Ashby both, boundaries have been a very important thing. It's also helped with my sister and my mother. Mm, I think me choosing boundaries and, and really pushing myself towards them helped with this uncomfortableness. I had some friends who had to walk sideways on me because, hey, I chose myself before I chose them. 
I am the type of friend that like the people please. I do not give two shits about people pleasing anymore. It does nothing for me. It doesn't stimulate my penis. And I say it just like that because we spend our time trying to make people happy when they don't even understand the depths of our sadness. Ooh, that's a bar. That's a bar. We spend our time trying to make other people happy. People happy. I'm writing this down. (laughs) Even as they don't understand the depths of our sadness. So, it's the truth. And that's the core statement of, I mean, what I've been feeling of you don't see the importance in me, so you know what? There is no importance in you. I choose me. I choose joy. Happiness lives within me. And it's just true. I Everything routes back to what is going to keep me working at a good pace. And it's me choosing myself. And if I don't choose myself, I'm failing that inner little boy who screamed as a child who just wanted to be taken care of, who just wanted to be loved. And more than anything, people infringed upon his love. People infringed upon his happiness. And I refuse to take that as the option. If you cannot respect my boundaries, if you cannot respect me as a person, then you're showing me that in a way your love for me is conditional. If you can respect my boundaries, then you are giving me unconditional love and you can remain in this spot. But conditional love, I have no place for it. I don't want transactional love. If you tell me you love me, I want you to fucking love me, that you'll die for me, that you'll fall on your knees for me. Because that's the same love I have for you. I have no transactional love, conditional love, and it shall not live here. And it will not. And that has been some problems for some people. And I've had to put people in their place with it. (laughs) Had to put some people in their place. But by really setting my boundaries, it really helped me with the peace discussion. It helped me with discovery to understanding that other chapter in peace. See, to discover happiness, I had to let go of the notions of the world. That was the first step in boundaries. I didn't realize it. I had to let go of how the world saw me and and choose how I saw myself. To find my peace, I had to let go of the fact that if you're hurt by where I draw my line in the sand, I don't care. Because ultimately, I have to pick myself first because it comes back to the... I said this for many years, which is crazy. If I'm on a plane and, and it's going down in the oxygen mask, I have to secure mine first because I can't help the person next to me if I can't breathe. And for so long, I was barely breathing trying to help people because that's what I did. It's just what I do. And I don't like that. And I don't want that. <laughs> Discovery. Finding that last piece. And it was it's like yin and yang. It's like two puzzle pieces, peace and happiness. That discovery has allowed me to focus on what I was told. If in the dark you can't see past the trees, all you need to do is look down and look at your feet. If you can see your feet, then take the step. Each step you take gets you closer 
to the place that you want to be. And that's that's what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get to that place that I want to be because that place is going to make me so happy and it's going to bring me to such a place that's going to make me so great. And I cannot wait to be there. But I'm not fascinated on being there. I'm really loving being ingratiated in the journey because this journey helps me to grow and it helps me to say less. It helps me... To, to not spark anger, but to understand people's pain and have humility to seek understanding. It gives me such a perspective to where when people do things that are out of norm or out of line for them, I don't find myself wanting to cuss them out or get angry. I find myself going to a place of going, why are they doing that? Because I've never shown them any hatred or anger. So obviously something is broken within them. I wonder how we can fix that. It makes me look at them as a person of hurt. And what I've learned in this journey for my own peace is there's a lot of hurt people. So how can I let people judge me, the exterior of my frame? And they can't even see the interior of theirs. <laughs> we on some bars today, people. <laughs> we on some bars. We gonna switch sides. And we're back. Discovery, boundaries, peace. Put people in their place. Exteriors, interiors, all this. Like I said, I. It's been a journey. Um, from the work side of it, from February until now, it's been running, learning new people, learning the route, learning the, the product, learning different things, meeting new people. That's really what that is. The work, you know, there's there's many adventures I could tell you on the work sense. Um, I've learned a lot about the business, which I wanted to in year one, which I'm very proud to. Um, now I'm ready to kind of get my teeth in it and and push this forward and really grow what I can. That's the work part of it. Really, this year for me has been more about myself. Now I have to kind of critique myself because the part that I wasn't really happy about in this year was I lost steam. Um, in photography and the creation of my photography and like my business pursuits, you know, I kind of just hunkered down with the work. And then when I wasn't working, it was about Ryan. I found myself... In the spring, I was before I went to work, I was still so really into my photography. And when I got to the fall, man, it was like I just really reverted back. So I need to get back to the basics and to, and to falling in love with it again. And um, I'm hoping to do that. Because um, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, I just got kind of caught up with the work and trying to learn new things and do things and, and be this Swiss army knife that I lost the steam and that. And so my, my hope, and I'm not going to put it down. as like, I'm going to, because I'm still working the same job. It takes a lot out of me is to push more. And then maybe I take my camera on the road and start, you know, um, capturing things that need to be captured to me. I don't know. 
I just know that creation is important to me. I didn't lose steam in poetry. I lost the steam a bit in pod. Um, I didn't pod as much. You've got a lost episode. You got a few things, but I didn't really pod as much. But I really, to me, as long as I'm writing, then I am doing something right. And so I am not going to beat on myself, but I do want to, I do want more pods in the new year. I want more photography. I want more Jemayeth. And if that means that I have to push myself a little harder to get it, well, that's what we're going to do. Okay. There are times where I wonder what the future holds. i you know, if I could be married again, if I could find love again, talking to this woman and she's funny, she makes me laugh. And I hope that everything under the sun can be for her. Because these other women who bore me are, I shouldn't say they all bore me, but I just want to be with one. That's all I want. I just want to be with one. So that's kind of my hope. You know. (laughs) One of the things, too, that I have to talk about is forgiveness. And just really come into a place of giving myself the grace and forgiving myself for shortcomings. It, it's really helped me in the moments where I've been very frustrated or feel alone. The moments where I want to give up, you know, being able to forgive myself and really just really go, hey, look, I'm having a human experience. We all screw up. It, I think that was the other part of it that helped me, you know, find my peace. You know, to discover requires reflection. It requires a sense of movement, you know, to appreciate. Appreciation is accomplishment a lot of times. Like, I'm appreciating what you've done. You're showing some type of accomplishment. Um, and then and peace is just being okay with that process. Oh, sometimes people aren't okay with the process. I was. I am. I'm thankful for everything that has come to me. And um, I know it could be so much more. So as I move into the new year, I mean, I'm looking to take more trips and have more fun and experience things with my son. At the same time, I'm willing to kiss more women and figure them out and talk to them and learn. I don't want to sit down anymore. I don't want to wait for an Ashby. I don't want to wait for a Rachel. I have no reason to settle debts with people of the past who have no reason to sit at my table and talk to me. Because if they're judging me for my exterior, yet they don't even understand their interior, what are they really doing? That's a waste of time. I am trying to live bold in my own terms. And really, it's funny because these, this was the title of this before I kind of, you know, I always get to the day when I record and then I feel a different title than I do of, <laughs> and it was being curious, living in the uncomfortable. I have been in the uncomfortable space this whole year, but how I feel is there's nothing wrong with being in this space. 
that I'm learning so much. It, I'm not comfortable per se, because there's sometimes I'm getting my ass kicked, but it doesn't hurt as much. And because I guess maybe I'm adapting to it, I don't feel like that should have been the title, but it's been the walk. It's been the walk for quite some time. So, um, it's just been, it's been me pushing myself towards something, something that is bigger than myself. And I'm going to continue to push myself because that's what I, um, that's what I want to do. I don't owe anyone anything on this day, but to show appreciation is the least any of us can do. And I will continue to show appreciation to people on the last day of the year because it um, it matters so much to me. Now, the only other thing that I was talking to myself about was um, I made a list last year of the 30 things that make me happy. And really um, what I was trying to say was I need to call myself back to it and I need to remember that list because when I'm having hard times or when I'm having moments where I just want to punch a baby. Um, <laughs> I need to remember that there are things in this world that there's a reason why I'm fighting. There's a reason why I'm pushing. I'm doing it for a reason. I didn't just wake up and decide, uh, you know. And out of those 30, some of the, you know, one, which was Ryan, you know, two was playing video games. Three was talking with close friends. Five was writing. Six was photography. Um, nine, sunrise or sunset of the beach. This is one, number nine is one that I failed at a lot. I think there were times where I felt tired or I just felt like, uh, what's the use? And I think it would have etched more on my soul. It would have helped me be more reflective in the process. Um, I've done a lot of reflecting in darkness where I don't, I don't like, I don't really like to reflect there, but you know what? In this moment in life, I'm stronger than I ever have been. So the reflecting in darkness didn't cause me to become even more depressed. It actually helped me find my answers. But going back into the new year, I need the light. The light is what makes me what it is. But the, the thing is, is that list of 30, there's 30 things that make me happy. And I should at least be trying to push for five at all times. Um, and if I can do that, then I can accomplish anything. I've sent a lot of messages to people today and told them how I felt. Um, I probably have a few more. I think I have a few more. And so um, I'm going to do that. I thought this pod would be longer, but the truth is the lost episode four had so much to it that I did not, you know, I think if I was going to leave something really big here, it would be what I said. It would be, you know, focusing on discovering your puzzle piece. And my puzzle piece split in half is peace and happiness. By combining those two together, I have found my center. And by finding my center, I can be uncomfortable anywhere. 
because truly I am a, a child of discovery and I don't mind it. You know, I, I don't mind going to discover it. I just don't, I don't mind it. And by not minding it, <laughs> well, it just makes me great. So I'm going to leave you with this poem. The caption, the depths of your soul are always the darkest. I knew the moment would arrive, and even then I still lost my mind. Take a breath. Don't allow this moment to consume you, as you are so much more than one person. What lies ahead is meant just for you. Give yourself grace. I know you had hopes for different circumstances. Even though you feel alone or even small, you should be proud of your choices. The courage you've displayed shows your level of growth. It doesn't matter if they recognize you. That is the point. To clear the board and stand firm in the center, controlling each and everything, every piece in your walk until the day you finally reach the light, that place in which peace resides. The thing about this poem is it's telling me that the light is where peace is. And what I have to correct about that poem is, is that peace isn't where the light is. Peace is where you are. Darkness are light. We all have light. The light is going to be brighter than mine. It will help to make mine flourish even more. But I have light within me. And you all have light within you too. So I hope if you do listen that you understand that, one, we need you. There's been a lot of people killing themselves this year. All right? I really don't want to talk about suicide, but I need to talk about it. Because as someone who thought about it years ago and really had suicidal thoughts and just was sad, it just makes me sad when people finally when they take their life because there's so much beauty in human existence, even the worst humans of us and even the best, we all have, we all feel pain, like sadness, similar. You know what I mean? Like we all know what it feels like to go pee or to poop. It feels the same for the most part, you know? Um, it just makes me sad when people feel so hopeless and helpless that they do that. And I'm so glad that I had willpower and I had my son to help me realize I didn't have to do that. And I know people don't listen, but I, hey, you can message me. Let me know. I, I will always advocate and scream for people not to do that because there's so much beauty, so much beauty in all of us, even the, the dumbest person someone would say would always have something beautiful within them. We all have beautiful orchards that we can spread amongst one another because that's the beauty that we all have. I talked about it last year with the positivity wall, and I talked about palace to prison mentality because we don't live in no prison no more. We live in a palace. There's every type of flower that you can have around. This place is golden brim. It's beautiful. It is a place that I have made under my own image in design, and no one can take that from me. No one. Thank you, Lord, for another year. Thank you for everything you have given me. Thank you for my son. Thank you for friends. Thank you for love. Thank you for heartbreak. Thank you for settlement. Thank you for people. Thank you for failure. Thank you for questioning. Thank you for consequence. Thank you for the people in my life who show up. Thank you for the people in my life who didn't show up because it told me who I have to be. Thank you. That's 
It's really what I have to say. Is I, you've given me the tools to discover, to appreciate, and to find peace. For that, I love you, Charlotte Richards. Thank you. All right, another year that is completed, another year that will be done. If you have listened at all any of this year, hey, I want to take the time to say thank you. And I have to take the time to be selfish to thank myself for continuing to record. I do not know how many episodes now I should have looked, but I'm, I'm, I'm approaching 80. I hope within the next year I can get myself to 100. But if not, that's okay. Either way, I wanted to take the time to say thank you for rocking with me in season four. Season five starts tomorrow. And um, yeah, I mean, you'll know you'll at least get a lost episode five next year. <laughs> and you'll get a year in review. You'll get those two. Um, but I, I hope I have some other topics I can talk about, challenge myself. So we will see where the pod takes us. We will see where life takes us. And we will continue to create. But most of all, Thank you so much for rocking and riding with me on this journey. Thank you for listening to me. And like I always say, please leave a message. If you have any questions, I am very thankful to be able to do the art. And most importantly, thank you, Ryan James Richards. You are the greatest thing that has ever happened in my life. You are an amazing child. I love you. One day you will hear all your your dad's recordings and just know that it it is because of you that I grind and I keep going so hard, even at times when I don't know what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, thank you.